Welcome to Midnight Conversations. My name is Stephen Banos. I'm Anadin Amikaraja. Hi, Anadin. Hi, Stephen. What you doing? Uh, drinking my Lipton iced tea that you've uh, bought me, as you do uh, most weeks, actually. You buy me a nice a nice drink, a nice beverage to get me excited for the podcast. I'm uh, highly appreciative. <laughs> or am I? Or is this a technique of yours to um, mm-hmm. perhaps have some persuasive Ooh, power? I am me? grooming you, perhaps. Uh, yeah, perhaps. Um, perhaps. I mean, that's, okay. that's got some connotations to it, Steve. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were trying to segue nicely into the paper today. I was, which was about persuasion. Was, uh, my mind in the gut. As always, that's true. I'll but grow up Sunday, uh, Speaking of growing up, uh, when mm. I grow up, you know what I want to be, Stephen? Oh, I want to be a C pass person. Uh, I, 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 that, that segue wasn't as good All as the right. first one but I think we're done for today Thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> Thank you CPAS uh, CPAS is the Centre of Public Awareness of Science At the Australian National University They provide us with all the equipment, the studio To let us do what we're doing So thank you very much Thanks um, CPAS But in saying that, Stephen mm-hmm. I wish I stopped at the first segue But I went forward, as we do with this podcast That's right In saying so Mm-hmm. Tell the listeners what they're about to hear today about the podcast. Um, today, the paper was sent through by my brother. So, I guess a shout-out is in order. Yo! Hi, Costin. Hi, Costin. You see, you see, you hear how Stephen says that with reluctance, Costin? <laughs> That's because I actually said to Stephen, Hey, before, before the podcast started, I was like, what's the requirement to which a listener gets a shout-out on, on the podcast? Mm-hmm. Um. He said some things, not going to repeat them on the, on the uh, <laughs> podcast, but uh, you didn't meet the requirement. Uh, after much pressing, it seems like uh, clearly you have now, so uh, Costin, you're welcome. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> you're welcome, and thank you for this paper. For future it listeners. It's actually a really, really interesting that's one. That's right. We were going to do another one, but then we read through this, and we're like, yep, no, this mm-hmm. is the one. This is the one. And... What's the paper about, Anadin? <laughs> Good deflection there, Stephen. <laughs> I was like, I've forgotten what it's about. I haven't uh, read it. For the listeners Check at home, uh, what, what today is about, Stephen, is a half joke in there. It's the science of persuasion. <laughs> so it's a, it's a really cool article uh, which sort of discusses a series of experiments. It's a synthesis of research that sort of looks at the science behind persuasion. Have you ever said yes to something that you've not necessarily wanted to say yes to? What were the circumstances around uh, you saying yes? And this article sort of breaks that down into different sections and says, hey, this is probably one of the techniques that were used and uh, to make you say something that you didn't want to say. So That's it's right. used by marketers and, and you know, businesses and, and in daily setting, you'll you'll notice that these techniques are going mm-hmm. happening. So. so it breaks it down into six key factors mm-hmm. that are going to influence uh, whether you're persuaded to, to make a decision in one way or another. That's and right. those are reciprocation, consistency, mm-hmm. social validation, liking, Authority and scarcity. Exactly. And we're not going to leave it there. We will go through each of those one by one. What uh, would you like to do? Well, I, I wanted you to go through reciprocation because I, mm. I have a feeling that you're the master of reciprocation. Re- reason being, oh, yeah. as I alluded to at the start of the podcast, mm-hmm. you've been buying me drinks every podcast yeah. at the start of the week. And yes. I, this, you know, this was initially something that I said, "Oh, Steven, you know, I appreciate it, but you know, you don't have to." And he's like, "No, no, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't worry, don't worry." And then. I was like, oh, what a nice guy Stephen is. <laughs> and then I go and I read this paper and I realize 
is he a nice guy or yeah. is he just playing the long game so steven what is re- reciprocation within this context <laughs> so the concept <laughs> of reciprocation is basically it's it's sort of human nature to want to return kindness or gifts or an offer mm-hmm. of some kind and that applies also to concessions here in this paper so notably anna didn't didn't ask for the smaller drink <laughs> ask for the 1.5 <laughs> liter drink well if you go big or go home right what you trying to oh, well, trying well to I, I, when you offer a drink if i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna go go for all of it so yeah. uh yeah 1.5 liters yeah. and i get through it uh, in the podcast so yeah, it's uh, okay so yeah. there were no games being played there no. but essentially if you make a, a bigger a big offer mm-hmm and it's denied then you make a smaller offer mm. the smaller offer being the one that you really wanted in the first place that's right it's more likely that the person receiving this offer is going to go oh well they've made a concession mm-hmm. i need to give something in return sure i'll do this that's right and this paper talks about a very interesting case here where what they did was they asked passers-by uh, and so this was in the mid 1970s so it was quite a while ago mm-hmm. but what they did was they stopped passers-by on public walkways and asked if they would volunteer to chaperone juvenile detention center inmates on a day, t- day trip to the zoo. Quite an interesting offer. Mm. So, as expected, very few complied, only 17%. Mm-hmm. But then what they did was they did the same test, but beginning with a, an even larger request. And that was to serve as an unpaid counsellor at the centre for two hours per week for the next two I- two years. Yeah, two years, <laughs> is it? So Jesus. quite, quite uh, a drastically... Massive uh, commitment. A larger... Yeah. How many there. people said yes to that? Do you remember? What was the statistic uh, there? Does it, I don't, I don't think I'll, it indicated. I want to know who the people were. If there <laughs> were people who said, yeah, I'll do that. Like, those those are good people. They deserve something. I feel like you're literally high-fiving yourself because <laughs> you would be like, yeah, that's great. I get to meet people and we get to go... That's it. <laughs> Wait, but that, but yeah. what happened, Stephen? When when people said no to this massive offer, then what happened? That's right. So uh, after that, they offered the original one, the original mm-hmm. offer, which was to, to drive the uh, juvenile detention center inmates to the zoo just on a day trip. Mm-hmm. And the rate of people who agreed to doing that went from 17% to 50%. That's right. Just because that, that concession was made just by starting with a larger offer. It's crazy. It's fascinating. Yeah, I think it's it, it's amazing where that combination of concession and reciprocation. I mean, the mm. idea that, you know, if someone does something for you, you feel indebted and you, you want to repay that favor back. And, and in the same way, you can actually... Uh, not even give someone something you can just give them an out you say hey do you want to wash my car and you're like oh no i'm sorry i'm like oh, okay do you want to wash my bicycle instead and it's like yeah. oh, okay all right no it's it's amazing how how the human mind works and how that how it goes i think this was a great tool for me when i was a kid and i figured out that i could do this oh yeah like when, when i was sort of in the i'm gonna start going out kind of phase oh yeah be like oh mom can i go out with like big group of mates and go, <laughs> go to a party down in newtown right like like no no way and yeah. be like oh fine well how about i just go out with three or four mates yeah and, yeah no it's it, it, uh, you learned it at a young age but mm. one thing i will note whilst personal experience or your personal experience does validate uh, mm-hmm. these findings one thing i do find interesting about this paper is the studies that they report on, have you noticed that they mostly report percentages? Mm. So they're like, oh, it increased by like 700% or 10% or 15%. So that's when, you know, the scientist in me is always a bit wary and is like, well, if you have a group of 
two people or four people and then you know the you have one extra person who does something mm. that's in your favor the percentage goes massively up so depending on ha- yeah. the sample size that are there it's something to, in, to think about but it's interesting the concepts undoubtedly are and uh, are interesting because mm. they're so well known i guess it, yes, it's interesting yes. but yeah. uh, in saying that what, what do you think of the the liking uh, theory within there did, did you remember the liking the, one the, the liking theory, the one yeah. where it, it was the idea that for listeners at home if you haven't read the paper uh, which we will link in into the description. The liking theory is this idea that if I was to show up at your door and you didn't know me, you'd be like, hey, I listened to the podcast, and hopefully. <laughs> and, and then you'd say, uh, what are you doing at the door, Adam? And I'd say, hey, well, good question. What I'm doing is I'm going to sell you this product, and this product is a lock of Stephen's luscious hair. Ooh, and yes. you'd be like, oh, interesting. Um, I'll be okay. Uh, uh, maybe not. And I'm like, are you sure? It's, it's, it's magical. It's got properties. You rub it for good luck. And you're like, oh, I'll be okay, right? <laughs> and the next day, uh, your mum or your dad comes to c- comes home and says, "Hey, have you seen about this lock of Stephen's hair? It's pretty amazing." And you're like, "Oh, I heard about it, but not really." And you're like, "You should definitely get it." And you're maybe more likely to say, "Yeah, sure, why not?" The reason behind that, that whole interaction, that whole fake hypothetical interaction that's likely to happen, is because um, you know someone, you have more of a familiarity with them. Mm-hmm. Those those people you're more likely to to trust in their opinions, and you're more likely to be persuaded. So in the this, I think that in here they had an example in the, maybe in the 1950s or something. They had Tupperware parties. So instead of corporations selling you Tupperware, they would get pe- individuals to uh, gather their friends around at a house and show them all the Tupperware that they're using. And they could be good products, but the people are more likely to purchase the products if they know the person there. And I thought that was really fascinating. And it's definitely something that's used a lot in marketing today. Have you have you seen any examples of it? Did any come to mind for you, Stephen? Uh, I mean, the use of celebrities in marketing is kind of oh, based on the point. same same yeah. concept, yeah. Because yeah. um, you feel like you know a celebrity, right? Like you, you see them all the time. There's that yes. liking preference. Yeah, that's a really exactly. good point. Exactly. So affinity, report, and affection. It's also like attractive people. You're you're more likely to like them and feel an affinity towards for some reason. Really interesting. Weird. Yeah, yeah, that is. So it, it wouldn't be just the the product being my luscious hair that's making that <laughs> sale. It's also your your ravishing good looks there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I appreciate that. that. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Can I just say how whack are Tupperware parties? I can't get my head really? around it. You wouldn't have. You haven't had one. You, I, I do them every Saturday. You yeah. want to? You want to come to next week? Yeah, <laughs> I, I keep replying no to your emails, and you just don't get the hint at it. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I, uh, I could buy Tupperware at the the local supermarket. Eh? I was trying to actually think of a Tupperware <laughs> brand there to to put it. I don't even know. One Tupperware brand. Do you know what Tupperware brand? No, I don't. Glassware. I'm sure that's a that's a name. Top yep. top my face. I'm sure that's a, that's what that seems. That seems like a, a cute uh, retro name. If that hasn't been patented, I'm gonna I'm gonna no, get that one. Uh, top my face. Please. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Lawyer me. Thank you. Yes, I, will. Uh, I, I remember Mum taking me to a Tupperware party when I was really young. Really? Few of them, and I was just like, wh- even at a young age, I was just like, why? What is this? The containers. Why is this a party? <laughs> <laughs> what interests me is so you're so you went to one at a young age. Uh, mm. Do you have much memory of it? A very, no, no, no. Okay, because I wonder the person who organizes it. Mm. What's the incentive for them? Is I'm, it? You know, you're asking the wrong person. Uh, no, here, here's my here's bizarre. my theory. My yeah. theory is that say you buy something, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a piece of Tupperware, and you're like, ah, oh, am I feeling certain in this choice? Am I feeling confident in this choice? The way to feel more confident is to get your friends to buy it also, and then it's like sure. self validation, perhaps. I don't know. Sure. Just a theory. Yeah. Yeah. 
but why are people going? Anyway, look, we're getting <laughs> off track. I just don't get it. We'll do one, Steve. Tonight, we'll tonight you, tonight. me, Tupperware Friday. We'll you bring your best food. Tupperware, I'll bring mine. We'll, we'll compare and contrast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll report back next week. <laughs> In fairness, an atta- attractive man or a woman holding a little container mm. would uh, would certainly make me want to buy that. Yeah, well, that's, that's a low threshold there. Probably says more about me than anything. Probably, but in saying that, yes. uh, we do. there are so many here. Let's, let's get through them because they're all really, really interesting. The next one was scarcity, which was the idea mm-hmm. that if there's a product and I say, hey, you know, here's an apple. And you're like, yeah, oh, I'll, you know, I'll be all right. I've already had an apple today. Mm. And I'll say, no, well, here's an apple. And, you know, I'm running out of stock of apples and there's no more apples around for the next week. You're like, oh, that apple's looking pretty good. You know, so it's sort of that idea of, mm-hmm. I think what, what brought to mind an, an example for me is like that idea of when little kids, when they're disinterested in toys but then their sibling picks up a toy oh, and then yeah. they're really inter- it's because like it's it's become something that they can't have that scarcity idea and i thought yeah it makes sense it's really interesting yeah, yeah. the uh, the example that they used in this in this uh, article here was the um they they did a study asking students um to to rate the quality of the cafeteria food at a university in florida oh yeah that's and right. yeah the, the students reported like much much higher satisfaction levels um in terms of the cafeteria food mm-hmm. in this one week after there was announcement an announcement that went out which said that there was a fire yeah. and um, they, they weren't going to be serving cafeteria food for a couple of weeks. So Crazy. Is that, mm. uh, is that the secret to happiness? Is that really? <laughs> I mean, is that maybe that's what needs to be like, you know, you just take away everything and then mm. give it back and you appreciate it more, right? Oh, we've taken this to another level. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, I just, it just clicked with me there. I mean, the podcast is for these deep conversations. Maybe maybe that's the way to go. Perhaps I should take away your iced tea. Don't do it, Steve. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Don't do it. It'll be an ugly podcast from there on. No, no, no. There's definitely something to to that, to what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, and yeah. that's reported by a lot of people. And Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And the next one was uh, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen, what was this one? You, you notice I defer that because I actually, that, it's towards the end of the article. I've actually forgotten what that one was about. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember? What so was- the, the idea behind this whole chapter on, on knowledge being knowledge as power is essentially how do you prevent yourself from these tactics being used against uh, you to your yeah, detriment? That's right. That's right. And yeah. so that's really the why we're... Why we're going through this That's is right. so that you can become aware, and it's probably a good time now in the middle of the paper to, <laughs> to make to make that message clear, so yeah. that you listen intently to the next few uh, points that we that mm. we make here. Mm. Um, yeah, the the more you know about the tactics that marketers are using. Uh, th- you know, th- the more Definitely. you'll be able to make decisions with your own free will. I know, that I is a concept. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another. <laughs> but I knew a guy who was really interested in marketing uh, back mm-hmm. in college, and he was telling me all these different marketing gimmicks that were used. And one is, you know, in, when you go to a supermarket and you mm-hmm. hear, like, the r- music play and it's always really catchy music, it's never, yeah. like, terrible music, is to breed that, like, familiarity so you're happier mm. and you buy more. Um, so, it's it's yeah, I just think it's fascinating. I mean, have you noticed any... Well, like, we're, we're bombarded with marketing 24-7 yes. that it's sort of, like, it's filtered now. Like, we mm-hmm. just understand that it's there. And it's definitely... This paper is trying to put the premise that it's it's influencing us in ways we may not know, right? That by making us say yes or no to things. I mean, have you know what's the biggest advertising or marketing ploy that you notice in your daily life? That, uh, or are you even aware that there's something happening? Interesting. I I think I have massive FOMO, as in fear of missing out. Okay. So uh, the greatest marketing tool is to get my friends doing something. Right. Like, Right, like Tupperware parties. No, you're you're <laughs> at that party. <laughs> yeah. uh, two of my friends, uh, like uh, 
a, a set of cards, like playing cards, mm. and they'll start playing, and I'll be like, well, well what are they doing over there? Yeah. <laughs> Can I play? <laughs> Interesting. Like, tomorrow I'll come. Well, well that's what they, they try to argue in, in the uh, paper. What they try to argue is that there's some sort of evolutionary mechanism mm. driving that, right? The, yes. the, the fear of missing out is really behind a lot of these principles. Mm. Um, which, yeah. which is a nice segue into the next point, which is social validation mm-hmm. as being one of the tools used in terms of persuading people to make decisions. Mm-hmm. So essentially, if you see other people doing something, you're going to want to do it as well. That mm. is it. That is a natural instinct. What's, I am not crazy. What's an, what's an example of, of that? Do you know one in, in that they were talking about in, in that regard? So there was mm. one where it was about, um, was it smoking or suicide? Which one? Uh, I think they... They, they did mention smoking. Well, weren't they saying that um, the way mm. it could be used negatively, I think, if I remember correctly, and it was saying if we say that, uh, you know, if we're trying to do suicide prevention, something mm. that where people are, like, shooting themselves in the foot when they're trying to prevent people from committing suicide is they say, look, this is a common problem and we have to get rid of it. Apparently, this article is saying that saying it's a common problem is actually the problem you have to say look a a small minority do this but in saying that if it happens this is what needs to be done to prevent it um, for you and your friends and so by making it seem as if it's not been done by a large group it makes it less enticing and and same thing i think with cigarette smoking if you know we say oh it's a large epidemic in australia people like oh geez everyone's smoking damn i need to i need to get onto that so it uh it's an interesting way i mean i'm that is fascinating i'm gonna be yeah way more conscious conscious of that especially uh in in when i teach if i ever say something that's you know gives that perception in a negative way i think that's really really important but um that that is that is actually uh concerning and Mm. and fascinating to think that if you just uh tell people that lots of people are doing something it you know, they, they turn their mind to that being an option. Validation. Um, eh? and, and suicide is clearly the most extreme example mm. Of, mm. Of, of that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the, it was interesting, I thought, uh, where they were talking about how this actually all changes based on culture. So, mm. depending on what culture it is, they had different, like, weighting onto which of these uh, six themes uh, people put more emphasis on. So, I think yes. in, in the U.S., uh, there was more, people were more inclined to be uh, based within their uh, reciprocation-based approach, where if someone, uh, you know, if, if someone asks for something, the person will think, well, what has this person done for me lately? There's a great Eddie Murphy skit about that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they'll feel obliged based on whether or not that person has done it. I think they were talking about Japan, how if the person comes from a sense of authority, uh, there's a need to comply. So that's that leads there. Um, German employees were compelled by consistency. So offering assistance in order to be consistent with the rules, if it was according to the rules, they were more likely to do it. Um, I, I, it was interesting. As I was reading this, I was like, this is a lot of racial stereotypes being, uh, <laughs> being posited here, which... which I mean, mm. I don't doubt that there's not cultural differences, but I wonder what they haven't really discussed exactly what the extent of those differences are. You know, that like, that so. would be a fascinating study to mm. see if it's genetic factors or whether it's yeah lifestyle yeah social crazy. Mm. And can you untrain out of it? Like we just said, like knowing all this, does it really prevent you from falling for these tricks? I don't know. That that was my that was my main thought reading through this. Is like yeah okay I'll, I know this stuff now mm. i know the tricks being used against me is that really going to change anything yeah they say knowledge um, is power but really like it's action that's power yes right? so it's well, very well said yeah, oh, thanks dude. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i could surprise you from time to time <laughs> but uh in saying that mm-hmm. 
with this whole article statement, what yes. do you think you're going to take away moving forward? What, what's what's your takeaway message? <sighs> Just the big questions here. Yeah, Andrew, that's it. You? That's what I'm here for. Um, takeaway <laughs> message is that. Uh, Basically, if I'm lazy and if I allow myself just to be uh, manipulated by external forces, then <laughs> I'm going to lose a lot of money, <laughs> but I might gain some friends. That's true. Um, through social validation. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, through yeah. social validation. Yeah. That's where yeah. mine was. <laughs> Fair um, enough. But uh, yeah, I, I guess there is this massive gap between you, the, the people who are, are in big business and mm. the people that they're selling to that, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't have the figures to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to back that statement. Yeah. Um, but by all appearances, there are some people that, you know, are, are going to try to take advantage to, uh, of other people. And, Always, um, right? yeah, yeah the, it, it's pretty scary to think of the, the tools, the psychological tools that they have, you know, at their mm. disposal mm. To, mm. to really convince people to just give them more money and, and lose yeah. their own. And, um, yeah. So yeah. Knowledge, knowledge being power is very important. Everyone listening, um, put your wallets away. All right. Well, are we asking for money? Or maybe we're not asking for no, money. Like, and not, that's the ploy in itself. for us. Just, just don't buy that cheeseburger. Oh, right? okay. Yeah, right. Well, with the <laughs> I mean, unless stop, you're hungry. Stop making all decisions. <laughs> that's not the right lesson. Um, no, no. It's, it's a lesson. It doesn't, doesn't mean it's necessarily right or wrong, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your takeaway, Anadin? Uh, I think for me personally, it was mm -hmm. definitely that idea of I feel like in society on a, you know, just a human to human level, there's this heavy emphasis on owing things. Like mm. if you do someone something for someone else, there's that big emphasis of in the back of your mind. Like if you invite someone over for dinner, someone else thinks, ah, well, I should invite them back and stuff. And it made me think like, why are we doing that? Is it is it just like social cues to show politeness and, and, and love and affection for one another? If so, that's fine. But, you know, you don't want to have this interaction predicated on like this feeling of owing like it should all mm. yeah i think it takes away the um in intensity not intensity but genuity geniety genuity what's what's the word i'm like? being genuine <laughs> <laughs> but it is in a verb form of, <laughs> i think i think it takes that away from interactions and i think uh that's what I'm more aware of. So, Steve. Wow, I am never buying you tea again. What are you, no, well, what I was going to say is I'm never going to repay you for this tea. <laughs> that's oh, okay, the no. real takeaway. Yeah, yeah. So, so keep buying me tea. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I just feel good about that. But with that being said, yes. Steve and Thanos, mm -hmm. I'm going to drink my tea. Yeah. And thank you very much for your your assistance in this podcast. Just just before we uh, hang up here, oh, I do right. want to say that there are a couple more there. So, consistency we oh, did go we miss through. Them? And, uh, and authority we didn't go through, but we're not going to. No. Because I think that will encourage you to read the paper. That's and it. And it, it really is, it's a, it's such an easy read. I mm. read it in 10 minutes over a coffee mm. this morning. And maybe, maybe mm -hmm. we're actually employing consistency and authority in, mm. in this podcast, or are we, to get you to read the paper? Could or wow. could not. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Wow. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a good way to end the podcast. <laughs> uh, if you have any papers, yeah. let us know. Feel free to email in and um, you'll get a shout out. I think that's that's the requirement. If you yeah. if you send in a paper, you get a shout out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. No, if you send in a paper that's worth, don't just send in a random stuff for a shout out. Like it has to be make it on the pod to be able to uh, get a shout out. I think. Well, 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 that's that's right. Yeah. Um, and just to let you know, there are like there are thousands, millions of people sending oh, in emails. Yeah, um, I can't moment. keep up. No, no, so it's crazy. If you want to feel validated by society, <laughs> you, you want to be one of those people as well. Just saying. Well, that's it. I'm proud of that. Well done. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, this might also be our last podcast. 
Is it? No. Oh, it's scarcity. It's scarcity. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Oh, I have much to learn. All right. Thanks. <laughs> See you guys. See you guys.